Welcome everybody, my name is Krush AK and this is the Market Meditations Podcast. We chat with fascinating people from around the world to extract mindsets, routines, stories and habits to help you build richer lives. Meditators, in this episode I'm going to tell you how to become a full-time trader. First I'm going to talk about how to find out whether you actually want to become a full-time trader, then the best way to do this and finally how much money you actually need to start trading full-time. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Before we jump into this episode, don't forget that I send hand-picked market news in insights and education to over 6,000 traders and investors three times a week. To get access to this, all you have to do is sign up to karushak.substack.com. And also a quick thanks to our partners, Utrust, for making this podcast possible. There'll be more on them later. Meditators, welcome to another episode of the Market Meditations podcast. Today is going to be the first solo episode where I will go into detail answering a question that I actually get asked non-stop, especially in these market conditions where most people are thankfully successful in their trading endeavors. Is it time to quit my regular 9 to 5 job and start trading full time? Answer this question, I'll actually have to answer quite a few questions. First, I have to tell you how much money you can actually make trading full time. Uh, Then we'll have to talk about how much money you need to stop trading full time, uh, which is obviously linked to the first part, but both questions need to be raised and answered. And before we talk about any of this, we need to talk about the dangers of leveraging the current market conditions where everyone's reasonably successful as a way of deciding whether or not you should start trading full time or pursue this as a long term career. Now, let's start with where most people mess up when making uh, this macro decision. Make sure you actually know what trading is. Uh, because it really isn't what you see on social media. Uh, Instagram will have you believe that trading is a luxury activity that you get to do on holiday on a beach with just a laptop open, sipping on martinis. Uh, You occasionally check it in between your shopping for designer clothing, Lamborghinis, Rolexes, and whatever other luxury item you want. Beyond Instagram, the recent wave of Wall Street bets traders will have to believe where it's just this thing where you follow signals on Reddit and print ungodly amounts of money really, really quickly and in a lot of cases actually lose that money just as quickly. And let's not obviously forget the recent crypto market where most of my listeners are from. Uh, That's really got everyone thinking that uh, trading is not only a luxury activity, but it's an easy one. It's easy to do. You can expect to make far more than you could ever do from a regular job uh, just by instinctively buying what coins you've researched for, in most cases, a few hours and sometimes heck, even a decent amount of research is put into this. And uh, there's some people really trying to capitalize off this bull market. But I need to clarify by saying that it's smart. It's smart to capitalize off of this bull market right now because it's uh, not that difficult to do. But if you aren't doing this full time, uh, you need to recognize that this is a bull market. Everything in the market is going up. Anything you buy is probable to make you money. Uh, when the entire market is moving up. It's not very difficult to make that money. What happens is when the tides turn, when the market starts behaving differently, when it starts to go both up and down, that's right, crypto can actually go down, you might not be able to consistently do what you were doing before. Because 
because it becomes more competitive. Uh, there are countless stories from 2017. And listen, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm not just making this up. You've seen my Twitter following. It's uh, pretty large. So I get a lot of DMs and I've heard some horror stories. Uh, I can share one with you now. There was this one person who'd made uh, 2.2 million, 2.2 million off of an initial starting sum of 20 thousand dollars. All he did was really buy a few of the right ICOs. He bought a coin called AntShares that later became NEO and he ended up turning that 2.2 mil after the bull market into seven thousand dollars. And most people are probably thinking that will never happen to me. I just make two mil and quit and then I'd retire off that. Uh, But it doesn't quite work like that. When you Uh, make your first 100k. You say, maybe I'll do it a bit more to get to 500k, then maybe a little bit more to 600, to 700, to 1 million. And then after that, I'll just quit. Easy. Uh, But it's never enough unless you're one of those rare exceptions who not only set a target beforehand, uh, but manage to stick to it and reach it before the bull market ends. Uh, You probably won't know when to take money. And what happens is after you've built your portfolio up to 2 million uh, and then there's suddenly a big market crash, it'll go down 40% in a day. And now these crashes happen really fast, so you won't even see it coming. And there's no real way of predicting it for the average person. So you end up losing 40% in a day. So from 2 million, you'd be down to 1.4 million. So you're now at 1.4 million thinking, oh man, I almost had twice as much as this uh, before. Uh, What if I just wait a little bit longer? I just wait a little bit longer. The price goes back up to where it was before and that's where I'll take my money. I just want what I had before. But the thing is, when it ends, it doesn't go back up. It'll probably go down another 40% the next day and then even more. And uh, it becomes harder and harder to accept what you've lost and what you used to have. And uh, that's uh, how these things go. You build up this confidence that uh, you're a fantastic trader and that you can continually do this. And uh, in reality, it turns out that it was gambling. And uh, I don't want this to deter anyone from trading. I think everyone is capable of becoming a successful trader. I just want the reality to be made clear. And um, hopefully this message is received well, because I really do care for the people listening. I've Uh, seen this go wrong so many times. I'm fortunate enough to be in a comfortable position myself, so I really don't wish uh, this sort of fate on anyone, just hopefully countless success stories. We actually have a saying amongst uh, more experienced traders that there are two types of traders in the market, those who have lost a huge fortune and uh, those who are about to lose a huge fortune. Let's take a small break to talk about Utrust. A lot of you know that one of my main reasons for being in the cryptocurrency space is because I think it can change the world. And for it to do so, adoption is one of the most important things to happen. That's why I could not be more excited to have partnered with Utrust. Now, Utrust are a payment gateway provider. What this means is that just like you use MasterCard, Stripe, or PayPal, you can now accept cryptocurrency payments with the same ease. Not only that, but they allow you to get paid out in your 
preferred currency of choice. So you don't even take on the volatility risk of crypto while allowing all of your customers to pay in any of the supported cryptocurrencies they'd want to. And they charge less than Stripe, PayPal, or most of the other traditional competitors out there as well. Coupled with a seamless user interface, you'd be doing your business a disservice by at least not trying you trust out. Make sure to visit utrust.com. That's U-T-R-U-S-T.com. Now, the point of all that was to make sure you know that the current market conditions are not a good judgment on whether or not you should trade full time. So I've spent all this time telling you what trading isn't, uh, but uh, what trading actually is, is a very rewarding game uh, that gives you a beautiful understanding of statistics, probability, human psychology, uh, it's a competitive game as well. Uh, there's all sorts of benefits to it that make it uh, something I think I'll definitely be doing for at least the foreseeable future. Uh, but what it also is, is a lot of time by yourself, long hours behind the screen, uh, some grueling, difficult times, whether that be backtesting or going through a losing streak. It's a very high-risk job, so uh, you've got to somewhat enjoy that element of variability and risk that comes with it. Uh, there's a degree of luck involved as well. Sometimes you're in the right place at the right time and it pays off hugely, and some people struggle to find that right place and right time. Now, finally, it's not as scalable as people think. People run the numbers because they've turned $100 into $1,000, thinking that $1,000 can someday go to $100 million, but... Uh, the game changes very quickly. Trading $1,000 is very different to trading $10,000. Uh, likewise, $100,000 is different to $10,000 and then changes again above $500,000 and then again above a million. And that's not just the psychological side of trading. That's actually the uh, literal side as well because the more competitive the market is, the more difficult it is to actually execute what you want to do uh, without suffering some form of slippage or consequences uh, without getting into too much technical detail. It just means if you're trying to buy something, uh, it's a lot harder to find a million sellers than a hundred thousand sellers. To leverage poker as an example, uh, you're now playing at a much higher stakes table with much better players. Sometimes you find gamblers you can make money off of, but generally people who consistently play at the high tables and win are the better players. This is actually why I often recommend part-time trading. Uh, before you consider whether or not you want to go full-time, maybe keep trading as a part-time career. It's a psychological edge. Uh, when you trade and you know you don't rely on the income, you can position size as big or as small as you want. You can focus on enjoying the art and letting opportunities come to you without as much pressure. Uh, it's a huge edge, really. Uh, so now that all that is settled, Let's answer the question about how much money you can make trading. And I wish I could tell you you can make 50% a year, 100%, 200%, 300%, or give you some sort of number like that, uh, but there really is no tangible, literal answer. Asking someone how much money you can make trading is like asking someone how much money you can make 
starting a business. No one knows how much money you can make. If you start a business and you end up starting Amazon, you're going to make a lot more money than if you start a small restaurant on your local high street. It's a very different situation from person to person. Not only do some people not want to build the next Amazon, but uh, some people are happy just building that restaurant on the street. And that's what they want to do. And uh, that is completely okay. Uh, And then there's also the other side that um, trading is a activity tailored to certain strengths. So if you're an individual who's got a really good mathematical background and understanding, or you've got ungodly levels of emotional control that you're like a Buddhist monk, you're going to outperform people who don't have those natural tendencies. So uh, do make sure to consider whether or not uh, you are suited to trading or whether or not it's the activity for you if you want to reach those extremities of success with it. Uh, And obviously, alongside the suitability, it'll take a huge amount of work or luck to get to those highest levels. Have the self-awareness to know uh, your potential and whether or not trading is uh, the path for you. And all this brings us to the question of how much money do you need to start trading? Uh, Though I can't tell you how much money you can make trading, I can help you figure out how much money you need to start trading. Firstly, it's very personal here. There is no simple answer. But if you follow these steps, you might be able to figure out for yourself. So firstly, uh, to go full-time trading, if that's what you've decided to do and know it's for you, uh, the first thing you need is at least six months of money in your bank account. Um, By six months of money, I mean six months of expenses covered. So if anything goes wrong, if you change your mind, you have time to find another job. You have a safety net of money to make sure you're not out on the street and you're going to make sure you or your loved ones are going to be okay. Obviously, the longer runway you have, the better. Uh, Just like any business, your trading career can go through rough patches. If you've got a nice cushion uh, to support you through this, and uh, better than a cash cushion is a cash flow cushion, uh, which again leads uh, towards part-time trading and the advantages that come from uh, having other sources of income. Uh, The next thing you need to do, and there'll be some controversy here, 12 months minimum data behind your trading. Uh, So this means 12 months of trading where you have tested your systems with real money in the market. Paper trading is not enough here. If you're going to do this full time and you really are conservative like I am, you'd probably want to lean towards 24 to 36 months of trading. But I can appreciate most people don't have uh, that sort of patience. uh, So it can be very difficult to spend that amount of time preparing yourself. And some people just want to take the uh, higher level of risk. So I did want to give an option for those people who are less patient to at least give them one reasonable milestone to reach. Well, the final element will be a bit of intuition. Uh, You're going to have to go through these 12 months of gaining data on how much money you can make, whether or not you're a profitable or good trader. Uh, You also need to use your intuition to figure out if you're enjoying this. So do you feel healthy and happy as you're trading? Make sure you think of the personal impact as well as the monetary impact. Now that you have all this information, the next question is portfolio size. Uh, How much money do you actually need? So say you make 50% on your portfolio over 24 months. 
averaged over the last two years, you make 50%. There were no exceptional conditions, and uh, you think this is sustainable, and you can do this long term. Heck, say you're exceptional, and you make 100% a year. Uh, This will make the maths easier for me as well. What you can now do is identify your living expenses, let's say uh, 30k a year, Um, your trading on average does 100% returns, Uh, so if you've got a 60k trading portfolio, uh, then even if you have a bad year and you make half as much as you normally do, you'll still make 30k, which will cover all of your living expenses, and if you have a good year, well, you make even more. And this is why the 24 months of data is so important, because it lets you figure out roughly how much money you need, and then you can take that huge margin of safety by 2xing it and making sure you have that much, and that's the answer, that's how much you need to trade full time. So that is my nearly 15 minute long answer as to whether or not you should quit your job and trade full time. You just need to figure out if trading is for you. Uh, You need to figure out if you've got enough data to show you're a profitable trader and uh, make sure you're not using exceptional circumstances like the current cryptocurrency bull market to judge your trading ability or long term profitability. As a final example, uh, in case people can relate to this situation, uh, I know people who will uh, buy, say, a certain amount of Dogecoin right before the Elon Musk pump, and uh, then they, say, make $2,000 in a day, heck, $5,000 in a day, and then they start doing the maths of what if I made this every single day. Uh, Definitely avoid this as uh, this sort of thinking or attitude is not sustainable, though uh, it's very easy to fall into that habit um, because when you run the numbers, when you run the maths, you realize that uh, it's really not that easy to make money in the markets. I believe everyone is brilliant and therefore um, you're probably competing against people who are equally or better than you at what you're trying to do. Uh, So it doesn't really make sense that opportunity would be found this easily and effortlessly. Uh, Our society values certain skills and rewards them pretty well. Uh, If there is a discrepancy between uh, the difficulty of a skill and the amount of reward that it is getting, it's often a very temporary thing that is corrected, and it's corrected hard. So uh, maybe time will tell me that I'm wrong and... uh, The numbers will keep going up forever in the crypto market, but let's just make sure we're not uh, lying to ourselves, and uh, hopefully this episode was enjoyable, informative, and something that'll help you decide whether or not it's time to quit your job and trade full-time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Market Meditations podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like us to continue bringing you fascinating people from across the world, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you'd like to listen to these podcasts and share the episode with a friend. If you have feedback or an idea for a potential guest, reach out to me on Twitter at AK. And do not forget, we write a newsletter covering all important topics in crypto and traditional markets. We send it out three times a week the market meditations newsletter you also get early access to these episodes and you get transcripts and extra notes as well so make sure to subscribe there as well